It's the Weird Fire Podcast. What's up, everybody? We are back with episode two of season two. And if you remember how our live stream event ended last week, which was awesome. You guys were incredible. Uh, Josh ended on a really sour note with us. Mm. He shot us with silly string. Yep. And what you all may not know is that Phil and I worked tirelessly that entire day to get this room ready. We tried to make it look nicer, more presentable. Yep. And he had to have lunch with somebody so he wasn't around Mm -hmm. and then he comes in and ruins our set with silly string so we fired him (laughs) he's not here so we've been we've been teasing uh a a special guest to replace him this is their tryout maybe this will be permanent we'll see josh's we'll see maybe give him a second chance i don't know we'll see he may not deserve it i don't know (laughs) but anyways so we put up some teasers out there some of you have been guessing has anyone gotten it right no no one's gotten it right, so let's have a little bit of a drum roll, and then we'll see who our special guest. Three, two, one. Oh, it's Josh. It is Josh. All right. Oh, that's a creepy mask. All right, so let's see who you are, really. What mask? Hey, Tori. Victoria Proctor Wayman. They're the My wife. only. Everyone's favorite Wayman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. People like Noah and Chloe. (laughs) I'm putting you third, and you have two kids, and they can figure out which is this. They can fight it out amongst themselves. (laughs) Oh, we're excited to have Tori with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But before we jump into it, again, we want to say thank you for joining us two weeks ago with our live stream. You guys are amazing and do an amazing job with comments. Yeah. Uh, We had fun reading them in real time. I kind of wish we could do that more often. Yeah, absolutely. But it was kind of a lot to live stream. Scott Maybe we'll has these again. little kids that go to bed. <laughs> it's probably not the <laughs> best idea. way to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we want to remind you all, even though if we're not live streaming, we still want to engage with you. So make sure you comment on this video on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram, all the different places we are. Make sure you like and subscribe that because the more you subscribe, the more you like, the more traction we get because this goes out into the YouTube algorithm and more people will get to see it. And we want to make sure that everyone is has the opportunity to see us talk about random things. And so. we're getting ready. Uh, we'll give out another T-shirt as well. A yeah. Weird Faith Podcast T-shirts. Last uh, episode, Michael Yost. Go he was Michael. on fire there in the comments. And so we got him a Schmedium shirt uh, that he can wear. Uh, but we'll be looking for another one this time. So we're excited about that. So make us laugh. Yeah. And or cry. Or bribe us. I don't know. <laughs> bribe us. I like uh, El Rey's guacamole. So mm-hmm. if you want to just drop that off, Bill likes gummy worms. Gummy worms. Yeah. Scott likes peach rings. I love yeah. peach rings. I think he ate the whole bag by himself last time. If you, yeah, if you go back and watch the entire live stream event, I think I let, let Josh have one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump in and have a conversation today about weird gadgets and navigating a digital Ooh. world. So that's going to be a lot of fun, but you guys got something, right? Not going to take a lot to make me weird with you. That's something that a hundred million weirdos could always do. I bless the weirdos. Got to pull up the words. <laughs> I got a lot of things to do. So 
at first I was like, I'm into this. This is amazing. And then I got extremely <laughs> nervous. I thought you were going to say, God bless the weirdos down in Africa. <laughs> I'm like, please don't go there. Come on. But you ended on a literal high note. Yeah. So Josh, point to Tori. Just want to say that was awesome. Yeah. You may, just, you may have just sold us. Well, I no. wrote that all by myself. All by yourself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I, I actually uh, have a, my best friend um, is uh, just moved to Africa. Oh, really? Like last week. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, I don't even know how to like <laughs> top that. That's just, that was, I made this. We're talking about weird gadgets. This is a little, uh, what do they like call it? A ball pit ball. A ball pit ball. And I put some beads and some uh, paper clips in it. They make these things called shakers. I know. I couldn't find one. Now, we have one somewhere. I Did think you make this here? Yeah. Right That's before. why you were a little late. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's got a I nice said, sound. What were you doing? Like, why are you late? And he threw that to me. <laughs> like, this is why. That's commitment. Put that up on the old shelf. Yeah, there you go. There we go. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about some weird gadgets and weird inventions. And so I had them prepare some strange inventions because uh, in 375 BC, Plato said our need will be the real creator. Then Benjamin Jowett, a theologian in 1894, said that the true creator is necessity and who who is the mother of invention. So Mm -hmm. everything they show us, I also want to know, there had to be a need to create this exact thing, right? Sure. And now some of these, I'm sure, and you all haven't shared these with each other, Uh, right? So this is even going to be fun for you. I've now seen them. I don't know what half of them are, so I'm looking forward to this. So the first invention, I can't remember whose this one is. Ooh, that's mine, yeah. So this is looks like it maybe is from the fifties or, or seventies with like it's elevator like shoes. Yeah, right. Yeah, like with the phone and the shoe, right? Dancing shoes. It actually is from 2017 at the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, this is called the Ecology Shoe, and it has a small vacuum there in the front of it. Wow. Um, and what you actually do, it doesn't have batteries or anything, but there in the heel, you can see there's a switch, and what you do is you push down on your heel. And it makes this little vacuum motor work, and uh, you can, you know, clean your house with these shoes on. <laughs> uh, but it only has a very small little tray for uh, to pull out and empty. And apparently, you can't just walk around your house and it sucks stuff up. You kind of have to stand there and stomp your foot for a while, like a rabbit it's like or something. The Flintstones version of a Roomba. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That would not work in my house with animals and kids. It would just yeah, be like right, yeah. two inches worth of dirt, and I'm that. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it looked like a from get smart or do you remember uh uh there was one all-star game where shaquille o'neal like he went back-to-back years and he would always have these custom shoes mm-hmm. one year was a custom cell phone shoe oh yeah and then the next year was a uh a race car like a what do you call it like mm. rc car mm-hmm. that he could control with a remote that's funny he wasn't allowed to play in them because he's right. 360 pounds <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool uh tori's first one uh looks like ryan from the office it does mm. <laughs> it's not though this is so this one's hilarious, okay? So this is called a Dyson Zone Air Purifying Headphones. Mm. And you would think that this would be, like, so amazing, you know, to, to use during COVID or something, although they are gigantic. Um, so it's a personal air filter that was actually made to use for pollution. Hmm. And they started working on it back in 2016, wow. which means that was before any of the ideas yeah. of COVID. Um, one critic said that the force-driven fans would actually maximize your chances of catching COVID. Oh, nice. so, <laughs> it's like recycled it. Or you will not have smog face. in your nose, but you will have COVID in your nose. 
<laughs> so that one was a bad one. The one thing that made me laugh, I looked at it. I was like, that'd be perfect on a plane ride where you don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like one, you got headphones in, that sends a signal. Now you got your yeah. face covered. Right. But now you got the combination. They think you're a weirdo and they yes. definitely aren't oh, going to talk absolutely. to you. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. Who would walk around wearing one of those? All right. Next for Phil is this one. Yeah. So that there is a called Brow Magic. You can see there she used it on her right eyebrow. And what that actually is, is a printer to put makeup on your face. You just, you customize how you want to use it on this app, whether you want your brows thick or whether you want it to look like, which I don't even really know what this means, but like microblading mm -hmm. and uh, maybe a different look. And you just drag it across your face and it prints uh, through powder uh, eyebrows on you. Hmm. Yeah. So, so it's a fake eyebrow. Or is it maximizing? Yeah. Well, it's a makeup. makeup. It's a makeup printer, yeah. Interesting. You can rub it off and then start over if something happened. Uh, I guess it's similar to, like, they also have a tattoo uh, printer as well for, like, a, um, you know, temporary tattoos. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, that, I thought that one's kind of neat. I don't get a Every time a youth pastor promises a <laughs> yeah, tattoo, right. that's what they need. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. This one, I saw this one, too, already, and this one Did really you? this one really made me laugh, so yeah. here we go. This is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I saw that Did one. you see this? Uh -huh. Did you read about it, though? Uh -huh. That's the funny part. So reading about it is hilarious. So this is a selfie toaster. And so what you would normally assume would happen is that you would connect it to your cell phone or some kind of device and it would print a picture, but that is not what happens. Mm -hmm. You have to send into the company. <laughs> they have to create a special laser cut metal grilling plate awesome. for you to insert into yeah. this um, toaster. Yeah. And then it will. So yeah, it's a whole. It's After a whole they thing. saw, you know, Mary in the toast. You know, yes. yeah, they were like, well, I got to be on well, so toast. What's funny is uh, you sent me these yesterday, I think. Mm -hmm. So yesterday morning, I was doing what the normal person does. I'm scrolling through TikTok when you wake up. And uh, I saw someone write a message to their spouse in toast. Oh, like funny. you just indent it with your finger. And it's, it literally just said, I love you. And then they toasted it and it came out and it was still there. Oh. Or you can write really mean messages to sure, your yeah. spouse. Yeah. If, you're, yeah. if you're poking my toast, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> oh, no, I'm like, did you wash your hands first? I know. Who wants to eat uh, burns it out. <clears throat> Next one. Is this? Yeah, this one was my favorite. I actually laughed out loud when I was looking at this. This is a bicycle for your family, which is really like... <laughs> Uh, what do you call it? Like misogynistic or something? For some reason, the mother here cannot just ride her bike. She's got to be sewing. <laughs> She's on like a That's singer a sewing, sewing machine. machine. Yeah, yeah. So it runs with oh the uh, with the pedals. It helps run this singer sewing machine. But mom That's has to, hilarious. you know, tend to her duties apparently. And everybody well, else everyone else has fun. fun. Yeah. I, but at the same time, I wonder if her foot pedal does any work itself right. for the bike. Yeah. Can you imagine if they fell over? Like, that's, that's what I wanted. That girl's dead. Yeah, absolutely. She's going to get shot off a bridge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine that. I'm trying to think through, like, we're, tr we're, uh, we're teaching Sadie how to ride a bike right now, and just getting her on the bike is always fun. Mm. But trying to see Dad climb up there without right. falling over yeah. would be really funny. But go to back see. to the picture. Look at this guy's physique, too. I mean, he's stacked. That yeah, the guy in the back. No, That's yeah. That, well, he's yeah. probably pushing the whole thing. Right, yeah. He's got, he's got those giant uh, quads. It's all him. <laughs> he's a strongman competition back there, powering the whole thing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. Next one. Oh, this is called the Happy Fort. And the Happy <laughs> the Fort. Uh, 
buzzes you, not really buzzes you, but like it vibrates if you're eating too quickly ah. and it makes you slow down. And it's supposed to make you take at least 20 minutes to eat your meal. Okay. So that would be terrible to have like vibration through your teeth. I don't want that thing. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. That's no, sounds... for sure not. I mostly eat uh, hamburgers anyway. So mm. I eat quick. So I eat, I eat <laughs> quick. That is not I would true. not. I like do that. too. I really get way too fast. I have, and I had a great aunt that was just the most prim and proper lady. And I never, I will always, like every time we were with her, she would take a bite, like a tiny little bite. She would put her fork down and like rest her hands and chew it like 20 or 30 mm. times. She just looked like the queen of England eating her food. Mm. And I always wanted to do that. But I uh, Meanwhile, know. my family, like extended family, dinner rolls are a utensil. <laughs> you just sop up oh, all the butter sure. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't eat your food fast enough, your dad's going to eat it. Yeah. So like, That's you better generous. get on that. <laughs> She's calling you out, Rich. She's coming right at you. Uh, so, well, there's a joke in our family about if you take too long to eat, which Chloe sometimes does, but we just say, hey, okay, <laughs> Grandma Sally. Because Grandma Sally also, she, grandma. she just likes to talk, I think. And I don't know. She, she I, enjoys she, it. Yeah, she, oh, that, absolutely. Everybody <laughs> around the, the table when we go to her Thanksgiving for her, at her house is going, oh, gosh, that's so amazing. <laughs> so that slows you down, too, when you got to make comments. Oh, yeah. This is the best meal I've ever had. Did you ever see the movie What About Bob? Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a family uh, like moment for my family. It's like the movie we bond over. Mm. And there's a whole scene of him before it's Bill Murray between every bite. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. my family. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Katie, we still will never forget the moment you walked out of that movie. So my family has not forgiven you for that. <laughs> One day you'll watch the whole thing and enjoy it like the rest of us. One day so. you'll watch this podcast and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Bill called you out. Hey, by the way, real quick. Uh, so we had uh, pastor's lunch today, and mm. Bill and I went to a pastor's lunch, and my kids came with me. And when you got out of the car when we dropped you back off, she's, Sadie said in the back, I didn't prompt her. I've never called you this around her. So where'd Pastor Phil go? Oh, I'm like, who's, who told you this, Pastor Phil? Huh. I don't know, but it still made me really, That's it was kind of adorable. All right, so next one. Oh, yeah, that's mine. Okay, so this. Rest of these are yours, right? Uh, no, I have one. Yeah, more. I have a couple real quick ones. Uh, this is the, which I, they opened so many questions. This is the revolver, like revolver camera. So you see there on the left is a camera, uh, you know, pictures like, like a, oh, one yeah. in a photo booth. So when you pull the trigger, it takes a picture That's as well cool. as shooting whatever you're pointed at. That's so. Cool. <laughs> All of these pictures over Except here, triggered. the very top one looks like, yeah, exactly. This very top one looks like an older man with a newspaper. Apparently he's dead now. Uh, there's someone. What? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, this is not. No, this... I mean, just for the fact how old it is. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I meant because they took a picture of him. The, yeah, you, that you means pull the trigger. Oh, it actually shoots him? <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's what it says. A gun that took a photo before firing a shot was invented in 1938. So it's all these older people that just look completely innocent. I don't know what's going on here. I got a lot of questions. It's not okay. Right? Yeah. This is immoral. We're going to change our podcast topic today. <laughs> wow. Did you... Uh, I wanted to include this one in the game later, but it's too obvious what it is. Did you see the mousetrap one? Mm -mm. The gun mousetrap. <gasps> it was uh, like a normal mousetrap, but uh, uh, it said a 50 caliber handgun. What? Was attached to it. And so whenever it snapped, instead of snapping it like that and breaking its neck, it shot a <laughs> 50 
empty caliber around. I'm like, can you imagine sitting in your house? Bang! Yeah, right. Like you wouldn't have to clean anything up. Splatter. <laughs> it's just evaporate. I'm like, that's oh amazing. Yeah, that's funny. But it was too obvious for what it was. All right, here. All right, Corey. All right. Oh, that one's mine again. Oh, no, this sorry. is the precursor to the like iPod or something like this. This is a radio hat oh. uh, where you could listen to music on the go. Uh, and there you go. Oh my yeah, goodness. 1931. A lot of these here at the end are in the 30s. Apparently they were pretty, uh, you know, uh, creative back then. So I was watching, I, I love old shows and Donna Reed is one of my favorite shows. And I watch it. I have it on like while I'm doing dishes and doing laundry and all of that. I just, it makes me happy. Anyway, um, yesterday there was a kid and I think it was like 1961, 62, a kid had on headphones um, with a trans giant transistor radio mm, on the side oh, of the with the headphones. No, it was funny. so neat. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right. I, did, I forgot to put yours in there, but I got it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. This is one of my favorites. And this is one that I think is, well, I don't know. That, that other one was pretty cool. But so this is called, <laughs> this is the best thing ever. This is called Hush Me. Mm. Okay. Okay. And it, it, you connect it to your phone. And it goes in your ears and over your mouth so that you can make phone calls in silence. Yeah. No one can hear you. That's terrible. And I think it's the most hilarious thing. There it looks like the man I, in the iron I mask I want a lot something. of people to have this, though. Yeah, right. I agree. Oh, if you're going to talk on the plane on a phone, or well, no, I guess you can't do it on a plane. My pet peeve is people who talk on speakerphone in public. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Now, already, now I get it. There are people who have some hearing issues, but already the loud <laughs> ringtone in public and when it's always obnoxious, it's always like Sweet Home Alabama yeah. or barking dogs. Mm -hmm. And then you talk on speakerphone where everyone can hear you. And it's usually a private conversation that no yeah. one really wants right. to know. Right, Absolutely. right. So, yes, I, I, yeah. I love that invention. That just looked hilarious, though. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. This is, <laughs> this is a piano that you can play while you lay down. This is the only way I would take piano lessons. Yeah. yeah. She looks comfortable. It does. I mean, yeah. probably crushing her kneecap. But. Right. Wow. I thought it was a tractor. <laughs> Just from here. <laughs> oh, this is a uh, invention that helps you smoke while it's raining. Okay. Apparently, I'd not known that that was a big like. How much would it have to rain to put your cigarette out? <laughs> I mean, but same time, he's got a, a hat on. Yeah, yeah. That would sort of block it out. Yeah, uh, maybe it's I a real know. problem. That was that was my last one. I think. Yeah. The, all these, all those last ones that we did were in that. That was 1931. So you kind of went like the modern route. Mm. I did. And you yeah. went the antique route. Yeah. Um, I had a couple in the fun. beginning that were newer, but yeah, those was, it was 30s, they were roaring. I also <laughs> want to point out how much I love technology with my beautiful piece of paper here. <laughs> Bill said, she couldn't use a laptop. Bill said, put it in your notes in your phone. And I said, nope, I'll take a piece of paper. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. Uh, at the end of this, in a little while, we're going to play a game. Because uh, if you've ever gone to Phil's office, if you're ever that special, uh, their office or their your office is filled with antiques that you guys have found at like you said a specific mm -hmm. antique store. Yeah, there's one in uh, Morgantown, mm -hmm. and it was what was it called? Pickers. Oh yeah, Pickers Paradise. I think yeah. oh, is what it was cool. called. But yeah, so they got like random things uh, just around and stuff that people have given them. So I'm gonna test their knowledge later with a game called Ancient Artifacts. So stick around for that, and because we want you to play along with us as we go along. Now some of those aren't really that ancient. <clears throat> I mean, we're talking as as way back as like the 1970s. Oh, my goodness. Oh, way back in the 1900s. Time. But all before all three of us. Yeah. So yes. there we go. 
because uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit is that all three of us, according to sociologists, are all millennials. So mm, yeah. yeah, we are the best and you are not. <laughs> um, that's why no one came up with a cool name for Gen X. Right. Y'all didn't do anything. I'm and just kidding. Y'all Gen Alpha, I think, is after that, right? My kids are uh, my kids are Gen Alpha. Yeah, they just started so over. Gen Z, which is also iGen. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, Gen Alpha, I guess we started over. I don't know when they started keeping track, so I guess you got to go like 15, 18 years times the alphabet backwards. What was this? A, yeah, <laughs> Greatest Generation, I think, is the first one that... That's like World War II era, yeah, and, and then, then it was Baby Boomers. Baby Boomers, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, they started the whole generation thing, apparently, because they're just at the top. Greatest. Yeah. (laughs) I like them. According to them, they're the best. (laughs) Um, But so before we get any further, I have some inventions that I'm going to show these two. And if you remember the game Boulder Dash, where you have to make up a definition, you got to make up what this is. They're going to tell me what they are looking at. And then I'll tell you exactly what it is. But I want you all each round to vote on who you think has the best definition or best explanation of what this one is. So your first one might be my favorite one just because right. it's who's going are we both doing an explanation well let's you go first but each of you'll do an explanation okay. okay all right here's the first one all right oh man that looks like a tool that helps you this de- decide whether you're going to be a good dad or not oh so what you're doing is you're making sure that you can give piggyback rides in mm. a way that is safe uh in a way that you can handle it. You don't collapse. Um, if you're a really good dad, every once in a while, you, when they're on your shoulders like that, they can fall asleep on your head. That's, true. That's when you have reached <laughs> the pinnacle of dadness. And this is a tool to test. That. I'm not sure he's ready because he's not even smiling. I know. No. That's, a, that's a special it. moment for a dad. Yeah. So. All right, Tori, what do you yeah. think? I'm pretty sure it's a robot buddy that cheers you on as you're going up a hill. Oh, it does look like <laughs> Is that what it is? So, Tori... First off, let us know what you think. But Tori actually is the closest. Okay. This is called the Tomatan. Uh, it is a backpack that feeds you tomatoes. Uh, it's a robotic backpack for runners because apparently tomatoes are a great source of energy when you're running. Uh, my running friends who usually fall on the treadmill and they listen to Weird Faith, tell me if this is true or not. Yeah, right. And maybe if you fall, you should eat a tomato. Uh, <laughs> but this is for runners who are racing that need to be refueled. It is always stocked with six tomatoes, and these robotic arms will reach down and feed you a tomato. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So weird. Tomatan. <laughs> All right. So I have my vote. I say... Winner goes to Tori, but you guys let us know online. Uh, Phil, you ready? All right. Next one. Okay. This is a library tool to help you (laughs) read in peace, uh, to not, you know, to where you can block out all the noise. And it's called the personal library. I like it. That's, that's, that is good. Very good. I like it. What do you think, Tori? I think. You win. Um, well, I mean, my first guess would like be a hairdryer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or yeah. um, I don't know. It, it looks like there's light on it. Maybe like a sun tanning. Oh. Like a tanning thing. I think she's going to have raccoon eyes, though. <laughs> because she's got those big goggles oh, on. Uh, so this person's no. name uh, is Betty Cook, and she is a lab assistant at the Stanford Research Institute, and she is participating in a blink test Ah, Uh, a blink test as part of a project study to see how smog 
affects your eyes. Hmm. So out in Stanford, you know, it's out in course uh, down in California. They deal with a lot of smog in the air. Hmm. They're trying to see if it irritates your eyes or not. And so that mask is a smog mask, and they are pumping smog into there, and they're <laughs> they have little cameras on her eyes detecting how many blinks she has a minute. Huh. And just for you, so you, so you know. It does affect your eyes and dries them out. <laughs> but they're trying to see if she's still able to read. So you were close on that one uh, okay. uh, it, with the smog. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. She so, needs yeah. a Dyson Zone air purifying headphones. Right. There you go. Yeah. But she could wear there. the up on her eyes nice. instead yeah. of her nose. <laughs> so you get the reading part, right? So my vote, I'll let Phil have that one. Uh, you guys, again, hilarious. let us know. Uh, the next one, and we've already had something similar, but I still want to throw it on here. Ooh, I actually know what this one is. It is a... If you get the name right, I'll be very impressed. I'm pretty sure it's... I mean, it's definitely a bike where you hang from the middle. And I think you start off kind of running and using your legs like a Flintstone-powered mm. bike. Um, you got it. I mean, that's... that's uh, Pedo bike. It's the Flizz bike. Flizz, no. Uh, named... Uh, derived from Flitzen, meaning to whiz or dash in German. <laughs> uh, Flitz is a concept bike without pedals. So yeah, you literally have this harness that you hang it, you hang your body from around your torso, <laughs> and you start running. And then once you get enough speed, there's like a little tiny spot above the back wheel there where you can mm-hmm. put your feet, and then you just glide. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But if you gotta Great. stop, you gotta literally put your feet down. Right. right. I, I didn't give you a chance. No, I didn't. He literally got it right. (laughs) I Um, didn't even have a guess. But so they said it's for comfort and convenience. I'm like, there's nothing comfortable about that. (laughs) And also, I'm pretty sure the bike was invented so you didn't have to walk or run. (laughs) So now you're riding a bike and you have to walk. I like the mission. You do? (laughs) (laughs) I also don't like to walk or run. (laughs) I'm not sure the execution was right. but (laughs) All right. So we'll go to Tori start off this next one. Oh, wow. What in this world? I have no idea. I'm going to say a really pretty chamber pot. <laughs> I mean, I could see a gravy boat, right? That'd be just yeah. amazing. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I'm on the same level, except for it definitely you put your feet in it. Uh, so this is on the go, like Porter, yeah. Porter shoes. <laughs> On the go porta potty thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping one of you would say that. But this is actually a single single person rubber boat uh, that has is for fishermen and hikers who can just put their feet in like waders and then just walk into the river and float away like on a boat. Oh. It doesn't look like it would be, it looks like most of your body would stay out of the water and then you would just tip over. Tip over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm guessing there's enough space for you to like sit. Oh, down. sit. Okay. I think. Yeah, maybe that. that we don't see sense. this in production anymore, so apparently it didn't do that hot. Damn. I think it's kind of cool. I think I'll try it. Let's do it. Let's we should re- get one of these for baptisms. It. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we can make it out of the waders that we, we don't have. have to get in the water. We can baptize without. <laughs> we just float yeah, and right. tip over. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, uh, a couple more. What do you think this is? Oh, very yeah, sad. Other than child it's abuse. a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who, who is it? Uh, you go. You. Okay. Um, I think it's just a really fashionable necklace uh, that they've got going on there <laughs> yeah. that is really tight and uh, maybe a little bit uncomfortable. It's pretty heavy looking. No, um, it's for sure a shock collar for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why he's, you can tell he is crying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I think every, everyone's dog has one of these. They right? didn't, they weren't as careful with children in the 50s. Oh, sure. They like, you know. So. Yeah, it's, it's not until millennials showed up that it's hard to yeah. say. Helicopter. Uh, this is actually called just simply the neck brush. Uh, and it cleans a child's neck without the use of soap and water. Uh, and this was invented in Los Angeles in January of 1950. Uh, the plastic collar brush will dry clean the youngster's neck thoroughly as he plays. The brush was developed by the Los Angeles Brush Corps uh, at a mother's suggestion. That is the worst. Why in the ever. 50s were kids' necks getting so dirty? I know, right? I'm right? trying to feel like, like that's yeah. a thing. But also, like, take a path. Yeah, no, no. for sure. No. But you can't like, expect to no, know. I mean, like, uh, if, for my Cowan listeners, this would be fantastic, like mid high camp at Cowan. Like, just the, like these kids who are not bathing the entire week. Yeah. So, this kid, one of these on them, their neck will always be clean. It's running around with a Brillo pad, right. rubbing its neck raw. Yeah. Just because that's where disease gets in. Yeah. Right? I disease guess. Disease comes through the neck. Oh, yep. You like, gotta watch it. Griffith, Donna Reed, all these old 50 shows. They talk about go clean your neck. Your neck's so dirty. And behind your ears. What behind your ears, I get. Yeah. If you're in the I mean, mud. No, no, no. Stuff. I yeah. get that you're not going to clean it because you might forget. forget. Right. But again, I don't know how you get. I mean, yeah. like if you're rolling around in the dirt, that's one thing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one more. I, I'll give point to Tori on that one for the shot collars. So I think we're tied two two. Okay. Yeah. Two two according to my votes. You're going they down. might say something different. I'm gonna crush you. Um, <laughs> last one. Okay, that obviously is a gas mask carriage for a baby to keep you know mustard gas, whatever you got going on. You need to be sure that you can still walk your baby outside on a nice little stroll and not have your baby uh, you know be affected by that. You want to change it at all? No, that's for whatever. I mean, this is so sad to look at. It is. Just leave your baby inside. Well, so (laughs) this was invented in 1939 during the height of World War II, right? So this was actually in England, and they were doing, you know, basically drills Mm -hmm. of tear gas being dropped Ah, or other toxic gases being dropped Mm -hmm. on there through bombs from uh, Germans. And so they built these things. And so what made me, it was sad, but really kind of made me laugh about it. Uh, I play a secret game in Clarksburg called What's in the Stroller Today. Um, if you've ever noticed when you drive around, everyone has a stroller, but 97% of the time, it's not a baby. Nope. Uh, I've seen a flat screen TV. Someone saw a sink, mm-hmm. like a whole pedestal sink. That yeah. one was funny. Uh, every now and then, you do see a dog. A dog. A dog, yeah. which is fine. I still, think, I still think it's weird. I have a dog. I would not do that. I've seen a cat. Uh, this is so... I just started thinking, like, this is something that would be really helpful for people to have in Clarksburg because it'd be more, like, secretive what Discreet. you got in there. Right. Discreet, yeah. yeah. Like, you could get that whole pedestal sink in that thing and nobody would ever nobody know. Yeah. Unless you're walking around yourself with that mask on, too. Yeah, uh, that might be a red flag. Yeah, you would definitely <laughs> get pulled over and question. Never trust the person in a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> you could guess that there's like a small little fire in there keeping the baby warm with this yeah. little chimney. Yeah, there yeah, was there a chimney. Huh. Yeah, so that's my qu- quiz game for you all. Uh, did you all have any other inventions you wanted to like just that you came across or any other funny ones? Um, I'd seen the one that you uh, with the quiet uh you know to be able to talk Hush me yeah that one would be nice for kids if they're crying <laughs> <laughs> um any other else that stand out to you 
I don't think so. Yeah. A lot of them just made me think, how in the world did uh, the greatest generation actually survive? Yeah, For right. Because sure. most of them were during that era. Yeah. And then most of them were done to children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how in the world did you get... Like the bike one with the sewing machine. How did you not yeah. die falling off the top of that thing? Well, it's, it's funny because if you look at like jungle gyms and things like that, back or slides from that era, it's like the person got launched into space yeah. and probably was a thousand degrees. Yeah. And died of tetanus also. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> They're all metal. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so as we talk about these old gadgets and inventions, one of the things we wanted to talk through is we definitely have seen technological advancements over the years. Um, like we said, we're, we're three of us are millennials. Uh, and so we're talking only in the, in the, the 30 to 40 years that we've been on this earth. But if you really think about it, we've seen a lot of advancement over the decades. And so one of the things that I'm on on Facebook, uh, when we lived in Parkersburg, I was on an early Parkersburg in history Facebook page. And basically all that it is is pictures from the 60s and 70s. And the comments are always people with angry emojis and sad emojis complaining about buildings being torn down. <laughs> and then people talking about the glory days. And so... Pretty much everyone who's on that Facebook page, other than me, their glory days were the 60s and 70s. And that's mm-hmm. when they peaked. Mm-hmm. And so they're still wanting to go back there. So much so, I told Phil this earlier, someone literally put in the comments the other day, oh, the black and white era. I wish we could go back there. <laughs> I'm like, and he said the exact same thing I was thinking. I'm like, it sounds like Dorothy wanting to leave Oz to go yeah, back right, to Kansas. Right. So yeah. I'm like, this is, yeah, it wasn't actually black and white. Yeah, fun fact, it was actually in there color. Was, yeah. Yeah. Sing it. But it was really, it really kind of cracked me up. And uh, what'd you say? I said, sing it. Sing it in color. Yeah. yeah. She just sing it in, in color, color, right? Isn't that a, a song? A Jamie Johnson song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. I, I think it's a country song. It's a country yeah. song. Yeah. It's, a you know country it's an elderly man showing his grandson the pictures of black and white from his oh, time in war. Yeah. He said, hey, you should see it then. You should have seen it in color. Did you have, oh. didn't you have a color, uh, I mean, a black and white TV? Not because yeah, you were in we, that era. But. No. Yeah. When I was really, really little. Um, I think, or maybe it was just the looking back. Maybe it was just the shows that my family watched. That were <laughs> yeah. Andy Griffith, like right? Yeah, right. Andy yeah. Griffith and, uh, yeah, the Honeymooners. Yeah. I bet that's what it was. That's funny. I bet it wasn't yeah, a black and white TV. That would make so much more. Oh, mouth and your parents <laughs> they couldn't even afford a color TV. It was only nineteen inches. It was tiny. <laughs> but and, you know, when I, as we think about it, every generation has that glory days mentality. If we think back fondly over a time period. Uh, but it was funny to me is because as they are thinking back to it, what I know they're trying to communicate was they're probably for them. It was a simpler time. Mm-hmm. And if you really do think about it, things have gotten progressively faster. Uh, things have gotten more advanced and more developed. And so, yeah, there probably was a simpler time so much. So uh, the digital world we live in, people are predicting that in the 21st century alone, the exponential change that we will see will not reflect 100 years of change, but actually 20,000 years of change and development. Wow. Mm. So think back for a second. We weren't alive yet, but some of you all were. We're only talking 54 years ago that man was on the moon. Mm. Supposedly. (laughs) There's a whole other (laughs) podcast just on that. Uh, Go back and listen to that one. Uh, But no, think about that. 54 years ago, man's on the moon. And think about all the different things that we see now today. But even go back further, some of the amazing technological advancements that we've seen in this human history. So the printing press... Mm-hmm. 1440, mm-hmm. Uh, the need was mass production of books, mass production of education and materials. But does anybody know what the very first thing ever printed on the printing press was? The Bible. The, the Bible. Bible. Right? So they wanted to put the Bible into the every person's hands and so they could read it. Uh, but the result of the printing press was higher literacy rates, 
spread of knowledge, creation of libraries where you can go and put those yeah. smog masks on. <laughs> yeah, so the need, the necessity was not enough people were reading, so they invented this printing press and they developed it. 1775, people couldn't get anywhere fast, so someone invented a steam engine, mm. right? So the need was faster transportation among growing populations who were spreading all across the world, across the country, but also the need to transport goods. And the result was transportation and machinery that led to the first industrial re revolution, increased trade, agriculture, production. And because of the invention by James Watt, we now see locomotives, steamships, the first automobiles, and look where we are today. Again, supposedly, we're putting people on the moon, but we haven't done it in 54 years. But apparently, we're going to Mars. Two years, we're going to be back on the moon, I think, yeah, right? Mm, and then Mars. Uh, we shot a Tesla into space, so that was cool. <laughs> uh, then 1880. Uh, we get the invention of the light bulb, which is credited to Thomas Edison, but we all know that he only improved on the work of other people who had already kind of invented it. I like the light bulb. Huh? I like the, the light bulb. The light bulb's bulb. great, yeah. right? But <laughs> think about this. We now have electricity and, and lighting in every home and every workspace, uh, and they're aiding also in plant growth. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil brought a plant that I killed. I'm going to do this while you're on set with us. I killed a plant <laughs> that Tori gave us. When we moved here a year ago, I killed it. Phil brought it back to life. And I have kept it alive yeah. for a month and a half. To be wow. fair, he went out of town or something. For like, like three that. weeks. It was yeah. vacation and camp right. season. Yeah. So oh, okay. he came uh, back and all the leaves were on the couch. <laughs> I was surprised it came back because yeah. there was nothing. It, it, was, was, it was literally, it, it looked like Groot whenever it, yeah. the Guardian uh, of the Morning was just a stick. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, in 1876, we get the invention of the telephone from Alexander mm. Graham Bell. And he was looking to improve upon the telegraph right. uh, and he was beginning to research voice transmission so the need was communication communication the result was now we were able to communicate across long distances you go back to your tv land days and you remember uh, <laughs> the, the, uh i just lost her name uh in annie griffith i can remember the the switch operator's name oh sarah sarah yeah mm -hmm. so you see sarah going plugging the different things in the different wires in to communicate but now look where we are uh 1983 was the very first ever mobile phone the Motorola Dynatac 8000X, mm. invented by Martin Cooper, and this is amazing. They had a 30-minute battery life. Mm. Oh, wow. So was that a, like a bag phone? That was just the them? first. I guess that probably was yeah. the equivalent of a bag phone. Because my parents had one of those in their car, and I don't know what else was involved in it. It must have been a battery or something, yeah. but it was it was a whole bag. Back then, you plugged everything into the cigarette lighter. Yeah, That's true. We had a bag phone. <laughs> I don't think kids even know that's called a cigarette lighter. So. Yeah, like this. To them, it's only a charger. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Now they're being replaced with USB ports, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I thought the 30-minute battery life was really funny. I'm like, that's like an iPhone that's four years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, so the obvious ones would be the internet uh, and the personal computer. And so let's just kind of stop for a second, look back over a few decades and see specifically just in our life some crazy things to think about. So 30 years ago, people barely knew what a computer was. Mm -hmm. In 1984, 8% of only the U.S. population had personal computer. Mm. You all remember getting a computer, like your first home computer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got ours in Missouri uh, for Christmas one year. I remember there's a family computer, and my parents put, like, the big uh, boot prints for, like, Santa Claus, like, going down the steps mm -hmm. into the basement, and had Windows 1995 mm -hmm. and Oregon Trail. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah, Oregon mm -hmm. Trail was so much fun. But that was, like, our first computer. But listen to this. Now, not just America, 40% of the world... Wow. has access to the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It still seems really low. I was going to say, 
okay. That seems like really low, right? Yeah. It seems really low, but if you think about it, that's actually really high. And you think about where, and that's one of the things I know, like Musk is trying to do a Starlink. Is I just saw it the other night, too. Did you see it? Well, remember oh, you yelled yeah, for me and I came right. out five. It was out over the horizon. Yeah, no, we're taking yeah, Go back a walk. to the live stream episode. The aliens are back over Clarksburg. I think they're, was that last night? It was two nights ago. Oh, so they were here last yeah. night. They. They, yeah. <laughs> they were, I guess they were <laughs> they over were at Harrison County for two nights in a row. Okay. Oh. Um, I guess you can get online and follow it. I think oh, someone yeah, said. That makes sense, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so also, this is the one that blew my mind the most. So when you jump online, you're using data, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 40%, no, 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 sorry. The internet, while it was invented 40 years ago, 90% of the world's data has only been produced in the last two years alone. Wow. So 90% of the data we've ever used. Data? Data or data? Data. Data? <laughs> data. Data. What do you say? I'm just saying like, <laughs> no, I'm saying like Keely probably says data. <laughs> she said daddy. Oh, okay. More adorable. Yeah. Um, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. 90% of the world's data, data, daddy, uh, was produced <laughs> in the last two years alone. So much of the each day, humanity produces 2.5 quintillion byte of data. Yeah. Mm. I remember. And that number is only expected to increase. When we probably first got the internet, it was like 500 megabytes, kilobytes, or, or kilobytes, I guess, right? Because yeah. now it's mega, or now. Now we're terabytes. Oh, really? Yeah. I think. Or gigabytes is internet. Yeah. Yeah. Gigabytes yeah, yeah. storage. Storage. Yeah. So, but yeah. Oh, I remember that too. It was like, oh, wow, this is a one megabyte hard drive or something like yeah. that. And now you can get terabytes, which is. Well, I remember. A, uh, so when we got, when I had my first cell phone, uh, I was a fifth person added to the plan in my family. So, mm-hmm. like, almost everything was free with Sprint mm-hmm. back then. Like, if you got the person, you know, just a nice little. Uh, bonus for me uh but one of the things that i had with that was like free data Mm. so when smartphones came out it was normal for me to always do my phone not relying on internet so then i joined when we got married we had our own phone plan katie had always used like limits Mm -hmm. i was like i have never lived with that kind of limitation (laughs) i promise you this may not be a good idea and i showed her like you go on your iphone and look Mm -hmm. oh it would have been insane yeah i'm like i don't know if i can do this and so we (laughs) luckily had to find we found a good deal (laughs) But, yeah, uh, it used to be like 25 cents a text. Yeah. 25 cents a text. Katie had a lunch or dinner the other night with some friends, and someone there who is younger than us said, what is T9 texting? Mm, yeah. You remember T9 texting? That's where you do that. You, you press you hit each button. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was good, I was at, good that. at that. I was They used to have contests. Like, right, yeah. Uh, you can go on YouTube and still see texting like speeds. Mm-hmm. I could do it like under the yeah, table. Yeah, so see they caught sitting in college watching the professor. I, I think so too. I mine is all messed up there's a, a period everywhere like words are all yeah crunched together yeah it's bad now speaking of phones things were back better back when we were kids <laughs> five billion people of the eight billion people in the world five billion people now have a mobile phone wow yeah that makes that's sense. insane so yeah. i've been in indonesia right. costa rica uh haiti no not haiti dominican republic, republic. and so i live streamed while I was driving in a remote village, or someone else was driving, not me, and, and live streamed, and you could watch it mm-hmm. across the world yeah. out in the jungle. It was insane. No electricity anywhere, but somehow you're able to do. I remember the moment I was like, this is insane. I was working uh, one time for a guy, a friend of mine in Huntington, and he had me, they were doing estate sales, and he had me basically 
at the end of the driveway, helping traffic coming in and out off the main road. So when their cars weren't coming, I had my little smartphone. It was a little, the one time I owned an Android. Uh, then I met Jesus and got an iPhone. But uh, <laughs> Amen. Netflix was now an app. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Lost yeah, while right. sitting there in my car. I'm like, I am watching TV on my right. phone. Our this is incredible. Are, are spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. This you all don't know what we used to have and didn't have. One day they'll probably get uh, internet out by Ritchie County. <laughs> 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 Driving from here to Parkersburg, everything <laughs> blogs down. You know, one thing about smartphones, I don't know if you're going to talk about it or not, but uh, that I think is one of my favorite all-time shows growing up was The Jetsons. Mm-hmm. And oh, when yeah. I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would wake up. I would like set an alarm when I was like nine, eight and nine years old. I would set an alarm for 6 a.m. because that's when the Jetsons came mm, on. That's awesome. And I would get up and watch the Jetsons. And uh, they the FaceTime thing, like that mm-hmm. is a Jetsons yeah. Yeah. invention. I know I know uh, the show Big Bang Theory, they talked about like a lot of the things that we have now were inspired by the Jetsons, mm-hmm. Star Trek, and Back to the Future. Yeah. What the, uh, the- eyebrow printer the makeup thing wasn't you'd sit in a chair and they put a thing over your head and it yes. your hair and makeup and everything right wow. yes yeah, we're getting there uh so with all of that we didn't even discuss like innovations in medicine i mean navigation yeah. you, you all remember maps mm. like actually like, have, like oh, yeah. that was one of my favorite things to do with students back in the youth ministry days i one time i was talking about just how to navigate life and i brought a map mm-hmm. i said how do you get from here and I, I gave them a random spot in parkersburg i said show me on this map and they could not figure out how to do it mm-hmm. and i was like how would you do it and they said hey siri yeah. <laughs> maps where you had google to print map. out 20 map pages that's what i meant that's what i meant yeah that's what i meant so the question though is that when we think about faith and uh as believers is how do we navigate this constantly changing digital world like we said just alone there's been a lot of change just in our lifetimes. I know some of you has been even more so. And some of you have only been alive 10 years, but you've also seen a lot of just transition uh, in life. So one of the things we want to talk about is just how we navigate that digital life because it can be very difficult. And one reaction that we do see some people have is to go completely shut off from it, mm-hmm. right? We can go the, the extreme route and just be like, I'm not going to deal with it. I don't want technology in the house. I don't want electricity in the house. Yeah. All these different things. And they go off the grid. You know, there's a name for that. What's that? Luddite. To be a Luddite is to be against, to see technology as evil. Okay. There you go. And then that's cool. Now I learned something. <laughs> yeah. You learned something. I thought it sounds that was like called a, Amish. You know. Yeah, right. Yeah. What'd you say? I thought that was called Amish. That's for religious, <laughs> right? The religious yeah. purposes. But then you have the, you know, the other extreme and it's like, we'll just take anything and use anything. And next thing you know, every Sunday when you get the little alert that says you have 10 hours of screen time <laughs> and you're like, oh, I feel really terrible about, about my life. Uh, but I want to just kind of give a few pointers that we kind of feel like would be helpful for us. And the first one, and we'll kind of stop in between each of these four and just talk a little bit more about it. The first, in this digital world, be authentically who God has called you to be. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I say that is when you jump on social media specifically, maybe think about it, just Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Be Real, uh, go back to MySpace. Mm-hmm. I'm missing one big one now. Uh, maybe it's TikTok, I guess. Vine. Uh, Vines. Kind of. Pinterest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, I may have said Snapchat. Uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Do you mm-hmm. guys remember yeah. AOL Instant Messenger? Oh, yeah. Remember your screen name? I think I asked you this earlier. I don't yours? remember it. Mine yours was probably Vic in the I, 50s, right? I don't know. Yeah. Mine was 22SM. Ah, okay. 22 was my number. And I still like, if you, I still have that one email that I have. It's 22SM. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just carried along with me. 
But one of the things with all the social media that we, and we've kind of talked about this before, is that you can put on a facade about a great life yeah. and secretly have an absolutely terrible life. Mm-hmm. You can post the right picture. You can pose for that picture. You can set everything right to make everything look good. You could quickly clean up one corner of your house just for that one picture mm-hmm. to make everything look good. Mm-hmm. But secretly, you're living a lie. And you're deceiving not only yourself, you're trying to deceive everybody else. I mean, how do you all see that with just so regard? I just read a story about a lady that was known as a like child guru as far mm-hmm. as like uh, parenting and just got her kids taken away. Uh, really? Yeah, which is super. Yeah, terrible. But it's just so weird that like people were looking up to her as this example. And then to go something as drastic as to lose your children because of how you were treating them is That's so it just goes to show. That she was it starving them and abusing them. Oh my god! Just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She was using food as a punishment. Mm. Like you don't do this, oh, you don't eat. Yeah, oh, terrible. Awesome. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> so so transition, I out of, okay. transition out of that, Scott. So here I can transition. <laughs> Did you see a couple years ago um, the story about the lady? I think it was her sister finally like had enough of her and took pictures of her outside in their backyard as she was going on a jog Mm. and she like had (laughs) her hair was perfect like everything and it was like this photo shoot kind of thing she was doing as she was on this jog and she was standing in their backyard that's awesome there's one too where there's like uh people put like hot dogs like uh on something (laughs) where it looks like it's their legs at the beach (laughs) and it's not even (laughs) no so and all of that one of the things that we, I think we really experienced during the pandemic, not to trigger you and think about this, but uh, we saw social media for what it really was. Mm-hmm. We all hate Zoom calls still. We all hate FaceTime. And we don't like that because one of the things that we realized is that it wasn't authentic community anymore. And one of the reasons why it wasn't true authentic community is that nobody was being their true authentic self. Mm-hmm. And so first thing we want to talk to you is just about being authentically who God has called you to be. And if you truly present an authentic self, you can truly experience authentic community. The second thing is to be present. Uh, one of the things that technology allows us to do, the easy temptation, is to escape reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially right. nowadays, we even have virtual reality stuff yeah, right now. Right, right. I, I'm not, I think that would make me sick. I haven't tried yeah. any of like, the goggles yet. Yeah. I think I would throw up. Yeah, <laughs> Noah has done it some at the mall. They have like a thing you can do where you're in it. The but. only thing, I think you might appreciate this, the only thing I would say I would want to be able to do is to be able to virtual reality and do some athletic feat that yeah, they're right. able to like, <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. That's what I want to be able to do. Give me the sensation like I actually dunked a basketball right, 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 right. or just give me an eight-foot rim. I think uh, I can do that. One of the other things they have, which I think would kind of be kind of fun, is where you're walking on a beam and oh. you're in a skyscraper. No. And you've seen, there's videos out there. Have you seen them where like someone's doing it and then they like, jump and they jump into the TV or a Christmas tree because they have this headset on. But one, but not only are you escaping reality in that way, you're also escaping the moments you're currently in, Mm -hmm. Um, especially as a parent. And I'm, I'm confessing this. It's very easy while your kids are around and she's on her phone right now. She's escaping the podcast. (laughs) Noah is texting me. Okay. He knows where we are and he does this every single time. Noah, I love you so much. Every time we go anywhere and tell him where we're going, he texts us a little while later and says, where are you guys again? Where'd you go? (laughs) Noah has no idea. No. No, we're all safe. Everything's we're okay. good. Everything's okay. <laughs> They'll see you here in a little bit, okay? We'll get them home safe. No, but it's easy to disconnect from the moment you're in and jump on your phone and scroll through something. And next yeah. thing you know, you've missed 45 minutes to an hour of your child's life. Mm-hmm. And, and and also, like, other places. I know we, it's uncomfortable. 
what did people do in lines before phones? I know, right? Like we actually had to stand there and talk to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But one of the, the temptations is to completely disengage from the moment, and then we're now completely rude to people mm -hmm. around, and we're like, yeah, completely shut off from reality. Right. Yeah, I've done that with you, and you've probably done it with me some too. But I, I'll look over, and you're on your phone for a long time. I'm like, are you okay? And a lot of times, it's you're not. You're like anxious about something or frustrated with something, and it can become our security blanket where in ways we use it as like a, a you know, a way to medicate our oh, yeah. problems rather than dealing with the emotions that we have for you. Most of the time you don't even know it until then we talk it through and things are better, but yeah. uh, I'm sure it's, it's an empty way to do that. There is no lasting satisfaction on the other side of that. Just deeper. Well, it's also, it's also not even just your phones, your you know, TV and binging yeah. of right. TV shows, the mm -hmm. exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, uh, again, I go to parenting right now just because of a stage of that we're in with kids. It's easy when kids are freaking out. What do you do? Yeah. You turn Bluey on mm -hmm. or yeah, right. we're watching Spidey and Friends right now. And that is awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's easy to just disengage and just yeah. zone out. Right. Yeah. Um, instead of actually being present in the moment, enjoying spending time with kids, being spending time with other people. Uh, the third one, and this one, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this, because of something Corey posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. Uh, so you inspired this, uh, is to set healthy boundaries and limitations with your technology. Mm -hmm. While yes, it is a fantastic tool, it can quickly become distractions. It can quickly become uh, a source of uh, of wickedness and evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but also a lot of other things. And uh, we've talked about this before, I think, on this podcast. Uh, there's actually studies out there right now that they are saying that the rise of anxiety today is in teenagers is directly correlated with technology and smartphones and the amount of social media time that they are yeah, doing. Absolutely. And one, if you use an iPhone, I'm sure Androids have this too because they copy everything iPhone does. Uh, but uh, <laughs> iPhone, one of the great things is restrictions. Yes, the amount of things right. you can put on your phone, like time limits. Mm -hmm. And if you are someone who says, I need to be more disciplined, what you should do is get your iPhone put all the limitations in and hand someone else that device mm -hmm. and let them put the password in and not let you have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah Tori and I both have that mm -hmm. on each other's. It's just like, there's no reason. I don't need access to all the terrible things in the world. Right. Well, it's like also time limits. Yeah. yeah. Time sure. on like social right. media. Uh, we had a, I think it was pre-kid. I don't say it that mm -hmm. way. We had pre-kid. Like I had like where 30 minutes a day would kick me off of social media. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, oh, this is, what am I supposed to do with my life? Now? <laughs> <laughs> and that was like pre like, Oh, whatever TikTok. I mean, right. I'm going back. Like now, yeah. it's all TikTok mm. scrolling. <laughs> but you talk about what you've all done with uh, with your, your kids and the phone use or lack thereof. Actually, yeah, we just decided it wasn't worth it. We even even some of the restrictions that you put on phones and on different devices. Kids are so smart. They know so much more than we do mm -hmm. and they can get around those things. Yeah. So we decided we're just not going to do it. And mm -hmm. so we are not doing phones for our kids. One thing we did do that is amazing is Apple watches and it's $10 a month. Um, right. Mm -hmm. Added onto our plan awesome. per Apple watch. No, it's amazing. And then they and can the cost of the watch too. Yeah. Right. You have mm -hmm. to get the watch too, but we got a deal. It was like, mm -hmm. buy one, get one free or something oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we gave those to our kids so we can feel okay. Cause I mean, there, there are no pay phones anymore. Right. right. <laughs> 
So we feel good about them mm-hmm. going places. We can text them, you know, make sure that they're safe. They can text us. They can call us. So the $10 a month is basically your phone plan. So it's yeah. connected to phone service. So you can right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, gotcha. and it's cellular. So they don't have to be connected to Wi-Fi. They can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and a GPS in it. You can yeah. see where they're at. Right. And they've walked to the park and found their way back because they got lost. Remember that right. one time? Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of that comes from us being in youth ministry for so long mm-hmm. and just for seeing sure. not just cell phone, but computers mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. just... I mean, it's, it's, we have left kids out alone, uh, with, without helping them, you know, maintain some level of boundaries with this stuff. Well, it's insane because, uh, you know, I, I think back to like seeing the stages of development of the phone throughout my teenage years in high school and college, like what I had then mm-hmm. like, I would honestly love to go back to my little, uh, Nokia flip phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because of being disconnected but also we're giving kids uh literally a powerful device that has access to anything everything anyone and everyone Mm -hmm. and that terrifies me um the thing i saw one time i was at a doctor's office waiting and i look over and the mom is on her phone normal she's got two kids but both kids who were probably six and eight had phones Mm -hmm. Now, sure, I'll say that they were, they were her old iPhones that she probably just downgraded. But still, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. you have a device that, that... Now, yes, whenever we're at a dinner time and Sadie's going nuts, yeah, I'll slip my phone over and let her watch something right. on TV. But I'm not giving her a phone. She's four years old. I'm not right. going to give her a phone yeah. now. That idea freaks me out. But I do know there's kids in elementary school who Absolutely. have phones already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to shame parents, but we are saying... I am here to shame you. <laughs> <laughs> but we are saying you have to be extremely careful because yeah, who now dangerous. has access to you? Right. You guys get the spam calls of one of the people talking about your extended car insurance mm-hmm. or extended warranty, but it's also other freaks calling you. Right. Uh, sorry, yeah. freaks. That's a strong word. God loves the freaks too. But <laughs> anyway, it freaks me out just thinking about it. And then I start thinking about it. And this actually gives me anxiety sometimes is my child's four. And I see what we have the capacity to do now with our devices. And right. think about four, <laughs> we say she can't have one until she's 18. When she's 18, like 14 years from now, they're being like iPhone 30. Like what in the right. world is that going to be able to do? It's going to be in your head. It's going to be in your head. <laughs> so um, the good thing through this, I've been talking to a lot of parents. I talk to a lot of parents Um, when they see that our kids have Apple Watches and we tell them why. Um, And I have seen a big pushback against giving young kids phones. Mm -hmm. And I think the tide might be starting to turn. I think people are paying attention to some of the mm -hmm. studies. I do think, again, I think there's, I think a lot of studies have been increased with the pandemic, especially Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of time they were put in front of a screen. Because even for school, like I know your kids have done that before. Like putting your kid in front of a screen for school all day too is taking a toll. Right. And, right. Um, you know, you you know, it's, it is a tool, but it's also can be quickly a hindrance to their development, to their social and emotional development. You're going to say something too. Uh, I was thinking we were talking about these advancements. I'm sure when we think about it, like whatever was 1950s or something, where the launched the you know the rocket into oh, space. Yeah. Our phone Supposedly. is probably. Yeah, our phone is probably more powerful than you that think, TV, right? right? Yeah, or not TV, that computer that launched it. And to think of it in that way that, and it's not just phones. Um, I've seen kids get in trouble on their uh, 2DS Game Boy that's seven generations behind, you know, yeah. or a Switch or Xbox, PlayStation, all these yeah. different things. On the Nintendo it, Switch, you can get into, what, is it YouTube or? Yeah. Oh, yeah mm-hmm. right. And like, just get in and you, 
I never in a million years would have thought of that. Right. Yeah. But you constantly have to be researching this a, stuff. Yes, out of PlayStation Three, mm-hmm. and I'm like has internet on it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, right. Uh, and that and that's what you know, again I know you said this too, and, I, and my experience is the same way because it's going from youth ministry days where I saw kids emotionally not developing, uh, which then also spiritually, and then you know they're relationally not healthy. Um, they're relational trauma with families and it's a lot of it is because of the amount of time or the lack of boundaries that they're putting on them and boundaries Mm -hmm. are an amazing thing Mm -hmm. i mean we talk about scripturally god gave us boundaries and how to thrive and how not to jump into off the deep end and i don't like boundaries and your kid uh, you know Mm -hmm. if you uh, if you're a parent your kids aren't going to like boundaries that totally makes sense that's how it's supposed to be one thing we also have done that some people might say that's too far and that's fine but we wanted to be together as a family when we watched TV and stuff. Oh, so cool. we don't let the kids have TVs in the rooms, you know? Oh, um, nice. So um, it's maybe not the funnest thing because the only place that Noah has access to YouTube is on our giant 70-inch uh, TV. And so that's where he sits and watches all of his how-to YouTube videos. But we're there yeah. in the room with them, and right. we're sharing it. We're talking no, about it. It goes back to the one of being present together. Yeah, yes. you know, it's the same thing with like one of the things that my family is practicing, and one of the, and we're trying. Kate and I both, I'll still confess, is, is trying to get better at. So we always do meal time at our dinner dining room table. Mm. That's a non-negotiable. That's where we're going to do meal time, and we do not bring a device ourselves mm. into it. Yeah, um, we want to just focus, be present, and then trying to get better at even just marriage trying to keep devices out between mm-hmm. you know it's because katie's always like who are you bringing into our marriage mm-hmm. i mean that's a strong way of putting it but mm-hmm. if it's, phil. Like, it's, it's usually <laughs> phil stop texting it's 11 30 at night why are you texting me um but the, so the last thing then is uh appreciate what you have been given in this time and in this moment and use it for the glory of god and the reason i say that is uh if you think back to the apostle paul if you know anything about paul uh, he was. He said he was a Pharisee of Pharisees, a Jew of Jews. Uh, he was also a Roman citizen. He utilized everything, all these technological advances, advancements for the ministry that he was called to do. Uh, he was able to get to places nobody else was able to get to because of his status, because of what was available to him as a Roman citizen, and he did it all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And he said he wants to be all things to all people. Now, that still had boundaries. Yeah. Paul did not go out. Uh, uh, there's a, there's uh, just... Side note, there is literally a, a sect of Christian uh, Christian faith, which I don't really think they are Christian, but let's just say this, who literally says murder and sexual morality are acceptable in the case of conversion. Yeah, It's like flirt to convert on a whole new level, <laughs> yeah, right? right, right. <laughs> like Paul wasn't going around doing that. He still no, had boundaries right. and limitations that he still played. Like he was, he was not going to go do certain things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But so in the same way, we have all these available tools at our, at our, at our disposal, like computers, phones, you remember the days of like people debating whether or not we should put a projector in church. Right, yeah. <laughs> but look how far, like, remember overhead projectors in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we have projectors that put enough worship lyrics so people are not going to worship along and sing with our worship team. Or even you know, think about the fact that uh, people say, well, you should bring your Bible, don't bring your iPad. Okay, I, I get the argument because I, I love bringing my Bible too. But the Bible is now available and accessible in the iPad on the version app. And that version app now has thousands of languages, thousands of translations. And they're where honestly, right now, this is really cool. We're going to talk about this more next month at CBC. We are like within the 15 year window of the of biblical translations being available in every known language today. Wow. That's yeah. the pace that we are on, right? Because someone has utilized the advancements of technology mm-hmm. and resources to do this. I was telling you earlier in Indonesia, 
uh, this was more in a, in a smaller town, but they had a place where you could go in this courtyard of the church where it they uh, were able to produce internet uh, so that you could get on and listen to sermons. Uh, if, if you're right there at the church mm-hmm. and uh, they could use their phones to be able to do it. There are amazing things that we can do uh, online uh, church service. We have people that are shut-ins or taking care of uh, someone that is and aren't able to uh, you know, come and be present in the church, but we can see them. They can talk to each other online and connect. And uh, we have people many times, their first experience with Clarksburg Baptist Church is because they joined us online, watched to make sure that Were we weren't super weird. Face? Yeah, right, yeah, or podcast or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's like everything, you know. Sugar is fine in, uh, you know, the right measurements, but you have to have boundaries over. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, I told Phil this earlier because I, I was reading him where a uh, as you eat more gummies. Um, <laughs> there was a there's a thing I saw the other day of a Middle Eastern country, and there's a thing called the 1040 window, and it's a, a geographical location where it's 99% non-Christian. Uh, and so it's one of the most difficult places for Christianity to grow and flourish. But one specific country in the Middle East uh, now has, and we're going old school here, radio broadcasting, mm-hmm. and their radio is broadcasting sermons, just the reading of the Bible, uh, podcasts in the language of the people, mm-hmm. and people are responding to it. And this, they would never have access to the church, never have access to faith, except through these radio airways. Or you go back even to the Elliots, uh, mm-hmm. who went into uh, Ecuador, by flying a plane over an unreached people group. Yeah. Uh, they were using the resources and availability of the technology of their time to interact and uh, engage with people. So I think what we need to understand is understand the culture and time in which you live. Be present in that culture, uh, not so much so that you get hindered by it, but so much you can still engage with it and talk with it and deal with it. And then uh, be present with people. Set healthy boundaries with your uh, with your screen time with your, even with your friends and your social time and do all these things for the glory of God and leverage what you've been given for him and for the sake of other people, because other people need to know that Jesus loves them and that he had died for them. And we can have the ability to do that. Now, for example, we've been uh, on a mission for almost 2000 years to make the gospel go to all nations. And then if you realize yet, we're still here, which means that it hasn't reached all nations yet. And we have the ability to do that now. You know, you think about Paul, it took weeks, years to get from one community to another, and now we can use a plane thanks mm-hmm. to the Wright brothers, and we can yeah. think use uh, think about the steam engines, like all the things that we can now can do, we can get across the world like that, just in travel, but also I can download this video and send it to somebody in a matter of 30 seconds and say, hey, check out this weird faith podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about some strange things from time to time, but it's actually just allowing you the opportunity to share Jesus with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And, and once again, I think you probably gathered from this. We don't have this all figured out. Nope. We are constantly uh, changing things. We're deleting Facebook as an app or Instagram, and then uh, you know figure out we got to have it again in order to post a video, and then we delete <laughs> it again. And uh, putting "Do Not Disturb" on our phone, especially when we're yeah, oh yeah, especially when we're at home. I figured out recently that I can schedule emails it's instead of sending ever. <laughs> instead of sending uh, emails in the middle of the night when my mind is going uh, so that Scott doesn't see him or Josh doesn't see him. Going. Yeah. So, uh, and, and also with our kids too, there's been times where it's like, Oh no, I didn't realize this was a place that was, uh, you know, something that was unsecure or, you know, a way that we can be better. And 
And, you know, I don't know if you can be a parent in this day and age and not think you aren't letting your kids watch too much TV or too much YouTube or things like that. Uh, it's a constant struggle, but we do know this and Tori and I've decided we're going to try our best and we're going to do everything that we can. And, uh, Speaking of that, uh, I, you know, we're going to talk about this uh, at some point too. Pastor Josh, if you're here in Clarksburg or Harrison County, Pastor Josh is going to be putting together a, a parent tech night on November 12th uh, that's coming up here. And so just some ways to help you figure out as a parent, and also not just for our kids, but for us too, how to better secure our phones and to deal with healthy relationships with technology. We're not Luddites. You know, we yeah. do see the value in it. It is so great to be able to, when our kids are, my 13-year-old son is at home, to be able to call him and him have a watch and say, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, Noah, we still haven't forgotten about you. They're yeah, going to call right. you back in a minute. <laughs> we'll be home soon. Uh, but Chloe told him where we were. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you, Chloe. Good job. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we don't have this all figured out, and this is a constant source of us adjusting and readjusting and reading books on how to better be present and to rest and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, we never want to be people that, and I, and I know we all feel this way that, that make other people feel guilty about mm-hmm. things. Hey, start where you are today. Realize that I can do better and get 1% better between now and tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So four things again, be authentically who God's called you to be, be present, set healthy boundaries and limitations and appreciate what you've been given and use it for the glory of God. Uh, and as promised, Real quick, uh-huh. we're gonna play a quick game. All right, as we let's close, do it. it is called Ancient Artifacts. Ooh. The instructions. That is a VHS. In this game, you will come across items from ancient history, the 70s, 80s, oh, 90s. No. That's the 1900s. Getting old. You must tell me what these are. I'm gonna do in, one in order, and you have to tell me what it is. And if you're watching online, tell us in the comments what you think it is, and if one of us gets it wrong. So, Tori, you get to go first. What okay. is this item? That's an answering machine, right? That is an answering machine. Yeah! You know what an answering machine is? This is your old school voicemail. I almost said Atari. I thought it was it an, Atari. Like an Atari. It looked like an Atari. Yeah. So some of these are, some of these are obvious, mm-hmm. but some of them do kind of make it like it's something different. I have a few old radios in my, uh, in my office, and I was thinking today because I looked at one, and it's covered in leather. And it's like the most luxurious little radio in the world. <laughs> and that, like that paneling on there, it's just, man, they had some, you know, they had some style. Did you see the wooden <laughs> swimsuits? Oh. Oh, yeah. There's, look that up. Like, there's some <laughs> swimsuits made of wood. Some splinters. Kind of huh? me of, like, yeah, right. The, the paneling. All right, Phil, kind of an easy one, but here you go. Ooh, that Ooh. is a record for a vinyl. I'm it's not sure what record. size it is, 78. Uh, yeah, so the cool thing is that these are back. Right, yeah, I know you I just got some. Phil the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. soundtrack yeah. on it. Uh, thank you because I get to listen to it too yeah. when you're working. Yeah. It's like the best soundtrack. It's a cool thing, uh, and I think I've shown it to you. Uh, they we have record players from our church, which was established in 1848. Obviously, this was in the you have church. a record player from 1848. No, oh. uh, sorry, but, I got excited. <laughs> no, but it is old. I think it's from the 50s or something like that in my office that was for the church, and uh, I think they would you know play. Songs for the kids or something like oh, that's that. That's awesome. It's pretty neat. All right. Let's keep going. Ooh, that's a CD case, okay. right? The old-fashioned CD yeah. wallet. It tricked you with that little filter on it. It did. It made it look yeah. like it was so, so old. So back in the day, so the, 
we went from records, then we got CDs a little bit later, and we had a CD case that you kept in your car. What is your go-to CD that would still be in there today? Oh my goodness, I still have mine is totally full. Katie still, still. has her still full, and there's you an know, sync on there. So yeah, so there was a Christian group oh, that was just like <laughs> um, it was just like in sync, like they degrees? sounded. No, <laughs> no, it was called Jump Five. Jump, oh, yeah. have you ever heard of Jump Five? No. And I mean, it sounds completely awesome. instinct Backstreet Boys, but so Christian. When I was young, and I had a convertible, and I would yeah, pump that. Right. Oh my goodness! When I was young, they told me to invest in CDs, and <laughs> I really messed up. I bought things I didn't even you like. The Fye and bought lots of CDs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. What is this? I gotta break my CDs out. Um. Uh, it's hard to see. Uh, man, I'm going to say I don't know. That is a Betamax tape. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen one in person. Yeah, I've never seen one in person either. So, yeah. I think okay. Tori might get this one just because of her Andy Griffith days. Is that a radio? Oh, is, is it a C? No, it's not a CD ham. radio, right? It's a ham. It's a specific kind of radio. Oh. Transistor radio? No, those are little. I don't know. Gave it away with what said you were watching. Andy Griffith? A TV radio? What? Police scanner. Oh, <laughs> uh, police scanner. Okay, that makes sense. Some people used to go to sleep listening to the crime reports in their yeah. city, right? Some people still do. I know, I have family who does. <laughs> we, they have apps that can do that. A lot of just people listen do on here apps, in yeah. All right, Phil. Mm. What in the world? It's not a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a fidget spinner. Again, I don't know. It is a record spider yes. adapter, which took it from a 45 oh, to yep. a 33. You put it, I've never seen cool. one that looked that fancy. Yeah. Kind of cool. Next one. Ooh, Ooh, I've seen those. That's a sewing thing. Yeah. I'll give it to you. It is a needle threader. Yeah. Okay. Used to help guide thread into the eye of a needle. Yeah. We've already talked about the next one, so this one should be pretty simple. Oh, yeah. That's an oh, overhead yeah. projector. Overhead projector. Uh, did any one of your old churches have overhead projectors in worship? Yeah. You know, like, no, mine didn't. The first church tech guy yeah. was the one yeah. putting yeah, slides get to, in. That was the cool part is you get to see it like slide over and take it off or sort of <laughs> drop them on well, there's somebody, all over there's the floor. A, there's a pastor somewhere who talks about a guy who did that, but the guy who was the tech guy only had three fingers. Oh. And so every time he saw his hand go, he just <laughs> oh <my laughs> almost screamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were great for shadow puppets. Fantastic. Yeah. Next one. Oh, those are pogs. Ooh. I'm impressed. That's yeah. the one I, I had no idea what they were. And then every time I've ever played this, someone always gets it. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that it, it was. Well, I was probably pretty young, maybe 11 or 12 when those were, were pretty okay. big. Yeah, my brother. I don't even really those. get them. Like you would stack them and then launch them at the I stack no or something. Idea. I don't remember. You I think you collect them. Yeah, I think you collected different. But ones. there's a game you could play with them. All I right. never heard of a milk caps, though. Substitute teacher probably going to get this one, but. Ooh. Oh, a pencil sharpener. The old school pencil sharpener. The one thing that whenever you wanted to get out of class, you just got up and walked over to the corner and just started sharpening <laughs> your pencil. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and again, this one might be a little simple, especially for the Jeep owner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's a window. The old window crank. Crank. I like those better. There's a B coming. You couldn't get it up very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, that is our game. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to play that with you. If, honestly, go back and watch this with your kids because they'll have no idea what 95% of those things are. Yep. Uh, watching kids at Cowan try to figure out what an answer machine was was hysterical. <laughs> they wouldn't even know what an Atari was either. Yeah, the Betamax right, right. one was hard too. Yeah, yeah the Betamax one. Yeah, I didn't one, know that one. I only know it because I've 
I have this game on my computer, but uh, that's our that's our time today. Uh, it's yeah. been fun. Again, going back to what Phil said, we weren't talking about technology. The same is just encouraging you all as we encourage ourselves and that all of us can do a better job, get 1% better every single day, how to be better uh, examples of you know, what it means to follow Jesus, but also how to follow Jesus in the digital world that we live in. Uh, one thing to share is that one person once said that we are not in a tech-savvy world, we're in a tech-dependent world. Yeah, mm-hmm. You can't operate in this world almost anymore without having some kind of technology, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yep. You don't have to jump off the deep end and go completely off the grid. You can still follow Jesus faithfully. Just do it uh, uh, using some of the things we talked about today. Yeah. It's all about boundaries and, and having a healthy relationship with things. Yep. Balance. Yep, balance. Uh, so... Uh, comment down below if you have a uh, like obsolete technology that uh, is your favorite thing from a long time ago. I'd love to I'd love to look at that kind of stuff. Every once in a while, we'll be in an antique store and we'll be like, "Man, what is this thing?" <laughs> and I uh, have to try and Google it and look it up. Send them, uh, send them to us. Yeah, like, test us. See if we yeah. know what these things We'd are. We'd love to put them up on the on the weird faith uh, thing, especially if you you send them you know through email or something like that, uh, and that way we can post them and see test other people uh about what those things are make sure you comment below we're looking for some shirts and let us know <laughs> don't, don't do that i was gonna say let us know if you want uh josh or tori to be on the- <laughs> josh <laughs> that, would be really that would invented. break both of their hearts no probably. that would break josh's <laughs> yeah. heart there he's josh, back you're always with us yeah even when you're not you know, <laughs> you're shooting some silly, silly string we don't like you uh, just kidding all right hey we love you guys so much And remember, let's get weird because normal isn't working.